The top stories from across the New York Tri-State. From the WCBS 880 Newsroom, this is the All Local. It is freezing or colder this morning around New York with a sunny day today and the high around 40. But then the snow is moving in tomorrow, at least a little bit north and west, before, before we expect this thing is going to turn over to rain. Let's get the latest on this wintry mix, though, to talk about. Craig Allen joins us. Craig, what's the timeline in all of this? Probably about uh, lunchtime into the mid-afternoon hours is when the real precip arrives, and that's to say that there could be a couple snowflakes, a couple flurries around prior to lunchtime, but the main area of precip gets in here after lunchtime, and uh, it will be cold enough at that point to start off as snow and sleet, but it will go over to rain first across the coastal sections as winds come in off the ocean. So uh, the Jersey Shore, Long Island changes to rain as it gets above freezing, then eventually the city and, and the boroughs too, and it works its way across New Jersey, the Hudson Valley, and Connecticut, and um, it may take longer so that there could actually be some slushy accumulations in the far north and west suburbs, but it uh, it will also change terrain in those areas. Based upon the uh, current path of the storm, we are going to see a cold, windy, rainy Thursday night and on into Friday. Our hearts turned cold 10 years ago today when 20 first graders and six adults were murdered inside of the Sandy Hook Elementary School. Today, we remember the victims and we keep the families in our thoughts. And we go to WCBS reporter Sean Adams in Newtown now as he was then. Sean? And being here brings it all back. It was absolutely heartbreaking that day, you know, watching the parents running to a firehouse to to get their children and knowing that some of them were not going to leave anytime soon. Uh, It was extremely difficult. And uh, this is a difficult day here in Newtown. But the focus today is on quiet contemplation. The grief, sorrow, pain are as real 10 years later as they were then. Senator Richard Blumenthal is urging people today to pray for the 20 little angels and their devoted teachers who were killed a decade ago at Sandy Hook Elementary School by a troubled young man with an assault rifle. Mark Barden uh, is the father of Daniel. The pain of losing my son Daniel in the Sandy Hook school shooting will be with me forever. But I will also know that it was preventable. I often think, if only someone had said something. Barton co-founded Sandy Hook Promise, which seeks gun law reform and educates students around the country about warning signs. Over 10 years, there have been lawsuits, there's been advocacy, and sadly, there have been many, many more school shootings. The focus here today, though, is on remembrance, and there is now uh, a peaceful place, a memorial. People can go. Their names etched in stone. That stone wall is circular. It is around a pool of water in the middle, an island, and a tree. Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 80. Sean, thanks. Big water main break near MetLife Stadium has been causing traffic problems this morning. It happened around 2.30 in the morning. The water was shut off about 90 minutes later, but all the eastbound lanes of Route 3 have been closed. Traffic is being directed onto the service road. U.S. transit bus, or we should say New Jersey transit bus routes, may also be affected. Crews are on the scene. They're working to repair the main on a Wednesday, which is typically the busiest day for office work, isn't it? Yeah, and you talk about busy crews. How about what's happening right now at that Brooklyn warehouse in Red Hook with all that stuff, all that evidence that the NYPD collected went up in smoke? Marla Diamond is there this morning with the latest. Marla. 
And firefighters are still on the scene here this morning, Wayne. It could take days to find out what caused the inferno. The fire broke out on one of the storage shelves at the facility around 10.30 Tuesday morning. Firefighters were forced to withdraw from the interior early because of the intense flames and combustible material, as well as the threat of collapse. So what exactly was inside? NYPD Chief of Department Jeffrey Madry said they were vehicles, ATVs and e-bikes and DNA evidence from past crimes like burglaries and shootings. We won't really know the magnitude of what was destroyed in there until we have an opportunity to look at the envoys and see what was in there and then see what we can salvage and then we'll go from there. Police plan to do a full accounting of the contents to determine if anything can be salvaged and the extent of the overall damage. The building's truss construction leaves it vulnerable to collapse. Access, say fire marshals, will be limited. Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. The new BQE experience, Marla, could be a lot like the old one for drivers. Designers of the new and improved Brooklyn Queens Expressway are considering a restoration of six lanes of traffic on everyone's favorite highway. The city is considering those several designs. Two lanes of traffic were removed last year to give the aging stretch a longer lifespan. Mayor Adams says those two lanes could be set aside for buses, carpools, or maybe even electric vehicles. Let's go back to the Weather Center. Here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. For today, the sun will mix with some clouds and a cold breeze continues as we just barely get to about 40 just like yesterday increasing clouds tonight near 30 in the city 20s in the suburbs stay informed stay connected subscribe to the wcbs 880 all local at wcbs 880.com or wherever you listen to podcasts